Hey, my name's Eric Davidson and you're listening to The District Podcast. This episode is a special live edition recorded at the District Magazine Issue 6 launch in the Workman's in association with Bullet Frontier Whiskey. In this episode, Deputy Editor of District Magazine Hannah O'Connell catches up with Mona Lisa of Girl Code and Dean Van Wynn of the Irish Times, Pitchfork and many other publications to discuss female representation in hip-hop. Hi guys! So we're going to do our final panel talk of the night. Oh, the music went off. I actually realised I forgot to introduce myself uh, earlier on because these things are so scary. It's what we were just having a conversation about and I just walked up and started talking. Um, so I'm Hannah O'Connell. I'm the deputy editor of District. So thank you all for coming to our Issue 6 launch. I can't believe we're already on number six. I'm going to time this so we don't go on for too long. But this is the last panel of the night. It's on female representation in hip-hop. So I don't actually work in the district offices and I often wonder if the lads just sit in there and decide to give me the most difficult topics to talk on and then give themselves the easy ones. Um, So I have two people up here to help me out. So Mona Lisa, here she is. She is a DJ. Yeah, big round of applause. She is a DJ who has played on stages up and down the country, including a number of festival appearances along with you, Electric Picnic alone, and supporting artists like the Soleil. However, instead of solely focusing on her music career, she decided to use her insider knowledge to support other girls in the industry, and last May set up Girl Code, an all-female creative collective. So that is awesome, and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. So Mona Lisa, everyone. <laughs> Not to put her in the spotlight, but we it is her first panel talk. She's a little nervous, but we're just having a chat, so do not worry about it. And this is Dean Von Wynn. He's a music journalist, critic, rap connoisseur, author who's written for the Irish Times, Pitchfork, The Guardian, and District Magazine. Um, his book, Iron Age, The Art of Ghostface Killer, was published this summer and explores every angle of the Wu-Tang Clan member through a series of essays. So he is bringing a wealth of knowledge to this panel. Um, so female representation in hip-hop, this topic... I think is a tricky one and I am actually really pissed Lizzo off when I interviewed her on this very topic well I've interviewed her on a number of different things and decided to bring this up thought it was a good idea didn't go well um questions like these I think are always a bit tricky and her response was something along the lines of and imagine Lizzo telling you this over the phone and how you feel as a human then questions like these are the reasons this issue exists so I'm like Okay, so then the guys gave me this topic today. I'm like, lovely way to bring it back up, my PTSD from that phone interview. But guys, I'm going to start with you, Mona Lisa. Do you agree? So talking about female representation in hip-hop, we obviously know there are more men in doing hip-hop and out there doing hip-hop that we know of than women. That is a fact. But do you think having conversations out of it turn it into a bigger deal than it needs to be? That is a big question to start with. So we're going to get the difficult ones out of the way and then we're going to come back a bit. Um, That is a heavy question. I know. (laughs) But yes, I feel like it kind of makes it a big deal because like music should just be music. And I do not personally believe in the whole male-dominated industry. I just honestly believe everybody has a fair chance. And if you just follow your dreams, you'll be able to do it. But, um, yeah, See, I kind of jump between two minds. Like, 
the reason I asked Elisa the question because on one mind obviously as a music journalist and as a woman and as someone who like I have a hip-hop radio show and I think about it a lot and like when I'm looking for music to put on my show I'm always trying to include women but then I don't want to go down this whole route of like a quota or anything like that but it's never like that for me but it is just easier to find male artists than it is for female artists so in my head I'm always jumping between is it something that we need to talk about and put into the public eye or then on the other side and I probably lean more towards this side if we keep talking about it does it just make it a bigger deal than it needs to be so Dean what do you think about that yeah I think that it's right and proper that we talk about it because if there wasn't an issue then 50% of rap music released would be by women that's unless you believe that either one women are naturally not drawn to making rap music as much as men or two they they can't do it as well so if you don't believe either of those things you have to believe that there is some factors that are blocking their path through or some sort of barriers or some sort of societal barriers or industry barriers that are stopping them so if that's what you do believe i think it's important to talk about it to to try and you know, break those barriers down yeah that's a seriously good answer so mona lisa let's go back to the star for a second how long have you been djing how long have you been involved in the industry and was there a particular moment when you decided to set up girl code um well i've been djing for about four years but i started off like just doing soundcloud mixes and stuff i wasn't really like confident enough first to actually like play any live music like in front of people but like I was doing mixes in the beginning and got really good um went viral on SoundCloud so that was really good because then that kind of set me up to kind of gain that confidence to then start actually performing live but there was a point where I was with um I was working with a label, like I co-founded a label back in the day in like 2013. And because I was involved in like music and stuff like that, um, I just felt like I was underappreciated. I think that's why the whole Girl Code concept kind of came to mind because I was like, okay, if I was working with just males as well. So at the time it's like, oh my God, okay, I have so many ideas. Um, I'm putting my ideas forth, but like no one is really like kind of listening to me. What do I do? I kind of want to have people that I discuss and kind of like relate to and like we could actually like build something together. And I think that's when um, the idea of Girl Code kind of came about, which is like in 2016. I tried it and it failed, (laughs) but came back and launched in 2019. So that's amazing yeah, and it's a it's great really platform it's, it's really important Dean there's a culture in hip-hop of pitting big female artists against each other so back in the day you had like a little Kim and Faith now it's like Nikki versus Cardi is this an issue that's exclusive to female rappers and if so why is the media fascinated with only allowing one female rapper to be on top at a time no, it's not uh, specific to to hip hop, but I think the you mentioned the the Cardi B Nicki Minaj thing is is indicative because we did see uh, when Cardi B kind of came came up that there was this idea that well there can only be one there can only be one A list woman rapper, um, so there was a kind of a natural beef that that they were pitted against each other in that way. Uh, why do we do that? Uh, I, I I don't know. It's it's uh, again it's 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 to do with the you know the 
just the level of representation and and this idea that we're not used to to 50 percent um across the board so uh, how, how, i mean how do we see that it's just important i suppose to to work towards you know, the, the a, a parity because i mean i think that is a certainly a like it's it's misogynistic trait that that media pits these women against each other and uh as you say it's not it's not specific to to hip-hop yeah it's a weird one so mona lisa how has girl code grown in the last 14 months and how has the landscape of irish music changed for female artists during that time or has it it's grown massively um, over the last year. We've done so much. I always feel like we've probably been doing this forever. But um, sorry, guys, my voice is going. You're going to stop this. <laughs> but um, um, it's grown massively over the last year. We've done so many projects, and I'm actually very surprised how like how much it's grown. Like we've launched Belfast as well, and. Because of the platform, I think it's given like a lot more artists who haven't been discovered yet or like a lot of girls who just want to get into music who have no idea where to start or how to get on or, you know, it's given them that kind of support where they at least know where where to start or just ask questions or just to be a part of something. So, um, yeah. It seems like the two big things that keep coming up here are confidence and discoverability. So you've got the confidence to have to actually step out of your room and do it, which is kind of hard when you don't see other people like you doing things. You kind of have to pave a way. But now there is platforms like Girl Code and stuff doing that for you. And then discoverability, which is, yeah, I can make music in my bedroom tomorrow, but how do I make sure anyone hears it? And I guess artists as a whole feel that. But I suppose female hip hop Irish artists is probably even more difficult to break out of that box. So do you think confidence is an issue? And if so, what can we do about it? Yeah, I feel like confidence is a big issue because like every single one of the girls that I speak to, like who have joined Girl Code or who want to be a part of it, it's mostly to do with a confidence issue. They just don't know where to start. They don't, they have this fear of like, okay, what if I start? Or like they have this imposter syndrome now it's called, where it's just like, who am I to actually like do this? But you just have to like, how I started Girl Code, I was questioning myself as well as like, who am I to start this? Like, I don't really like know that many people. I didn't really have that many female friends as well. So it, it was just a confidence thing where I was like, okay, but if I don't do it, then who will? Do you know what I mean? Like, who will do it? And it, it might as well be me. Do you know, if I have the vision, if I have everything that I meant to kind of see like the vision so why should it not be me to do it yeah and look what you've been able to do in two years you know what I mean it's unreal so I think having that mindset is so important and even when you get to a point where you feel like you're doing well those little issues are always in your head where you're like yeah imposter syndrome and this is shit or I'm just gonna delete everything I wrote today but you just have to push past it and then I suppose with girl code being a collective it's about supporting each other and bringing each other up um, so Dean, hip hop is a mirror reflecting on larger cultural and societal issues. If you agree, do you think we need to solve how women are viewed in society as a whole before we can ever hope to see more balance in the portrayal of women in hip hop specifically? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think hip hop is one of those things that is called out regularly for its, its misogyny and sexism, which 
it's undeniable that it has been guilty of that and continues to be, although I think th things are, are getting better. But yeah, you can only look at the, to that through a cultural context where, you know, pretty much every form of media, you could say, suffers from the same thing. Hollywood suffers from the same thing. Um, if you even look at a genre like emo music, it's about nearly all about young men writing songs about the terrible, terrible girls who broke their hearts and things like that. Uh, so in order to, I think, solve those issues, you really have to look at solving more cultural issues anyway. Um, and, you know, in, in the Western world, and, and it's most men are brought up in a, in a kind of a perfectly, a perfect soil for, for misogyny. And I mean, I mean, I include pretty much everyone across, across every, every spectrum there. And they, that's, it all comes out in pretty much every form then of, we get the media we kind of deserve as a society. Uh, so when I see hip hop taking a lot of flack for its misogyny, I can't say well, fair enough, but do I attack, it, it's traditionally made by very, very young men. So do I attack, you know, a 19 year old kid who will have an, an misogynistic idea or say a misogynistic word? Uh, or do you look at the, the, this context in which he was, he was grown? Um, and I think it's more important to do that while also as we get deeper in, as his hip hop becomes an older, an older genre, it's, you know, 30, 40 years old now, what we're seeing is a lot of, a lot of men who have started out, you know, with putting a lot of misogyny in their, in their music, growing as people. And, you know, it's, a, I think, I think once you kind of grow in, in that kind of environment, it's a, almost a lifelong process to, to solve, you know, the misogynistic side of you. And we see, we see artists doing that. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think just to answer your question, it's, it's more important. I think that we look at the, at the background and the, and the, what, where, where the artists are actually coming up rather than pointing at hip hop and saying, well, you're the one, you're, you were actually responsible for this. Yeah, I agree. So back to Cardi B for a sec. So she launched her rap career pretty much like she was making music, but it blew up thanks to Love and Hip Hop, which is a reality TV show and thanks to her Instagram persona. So while social media can often be the source of people's insecurities, particularly young women, platforms like SoundCloud, Instagram and Twitter are important in this case because they allow female artists to kind of sidestep the traditional, perhaps male friendly route of like trying to get signs in a record label. You obviously came up through SoundCloud as well. So do you agree with that? Yeah, I completely agree with it. I think social media is playing such a huge role. Like I use my Instagram as my CV now. It's not really like as personal as probably when it first, like I started using it. But right now I just use it as my CV. Like that's how I get jobs. That's how I get booked. And yeah, and SoundCloud as well. That's how I pretty much, um, I guess, um post about like music or like have those kind of interactions with like musicians all over the world is through SoundCloud or all the collaborations that I might have dealt with were through SoundCloud as well and Twitter so literally like social media has become work in a way yeah it's really interesting that it can be such a help and such a hindrance at the same yeah. time depending on how you use it so Mona Lisa sticking with you for a second can people just mail you and join girl codes do you invite people to join do you have a criteria for the type of people that you're looking for and is it all rappers is it djs what is, what's the crew who are the crew i always get asked this question it's a weird one because like i feel like i'm very selective with the people that because i kind of want to maintain 
um, good vibes and like you know just have that really strong sisterhood and stuff and like most of the girls are really protective with the group as well so it's literally just whoever wants to like I guess be creative and you know just want to be an entrepreneur wants to just figure out something like you know you have to be creative I think that's the main thing is you have to bring something to the table as well and um but they could just email or you know I love hearing stories and stuff like that so I kind of want to know what is it about girl code like why is it that you kind of want to be a part of something like this yeah exactly literally so if you are someone out there that is looking for that backing and you think you have something to offer to girl code Mona Lisa as much as they can offer you get in touch cool um okay so I was chatting to a friend in work today we're nearly finished but um like about questions I was putting together and obviously I got really nervous and she was saying we were going through these and we were chatting about it and she was saying something to me she said you can't be what you can't see basically about female rappers so if you're if you don't have anyone to look up to or not many people to look up to it's hard to then become what you want to be um so based on that can each of you give me two female artists to check out when we get home Dean I'm going to start with you Oh, um, new or old time? Up to you. Um, all time. I'm, I'm gonna have to give you more than two. Uh, the, the, the first. You can take more than two. Okay. Uh, well, I think for me, you know, growing up in the '90s, Lauren Hill was big. Actually, Left Eye was really, really big. I know that she kind of came through uh, in an R&B group, but um, I think she would have done incredible things uh, if she hadn't died young. Uh, new. I think Molly Brazy is really good. She makes really, really threatening. Um, Oh, uh, scary one. music. <laughs> um, uh, I think I think Greek Onassis is really good. Queen Key, she's you know from Chicago, is really good too. So I think that's five. <laughs> okay, there are new people for me. Mona Lisa, any recommendations? Oh well, I'm gonna like plug in my girls, obviously. <laughs> so um, I guess K Music. She's Whoa. like really. <laughs> she's a upcoming uh, pop, and like she's just really like killing it so far Celevi Demai Tolu McKay like all those I feel like they're so underrated as well and they just need support and if we could do it then you know yeah okay go home and look them up and just to finish <laughs> up both of you guys tell me what the rest of 2019 has in store for you Dean I'll start with you what are you up to oh just for me just um yeah I, I got that book so uh tell yeah, us yeah. about it again tell us where we can buy it give us a little synopsis oh you know sell uh, it to the room come on Oh, you know, we, we, you know, it's that old where we're, you know, <laughs> in places where all good books are sold or whatever. Uh, no, you can get it. You can get it online. Um, so Iron Age, the art of Ghostface Killer. He wrote a whole book on Wu-Tang Clan's Ghostface Killer. That's pretty cool. And it is on Amazon. I checked it out today. Yeah, you plugged it better than me. And you now you can you know, read my stuff on Irish Times, Pitchfork or wherever. Or, you know, just, cool. just look it up. Mona Lisa, what does the rest of 2019 have in store for you? Oh, it's so busy. Um, just like go complain. Mad gigs. Uh, we're launching Girl Code Cork at Girl Code London as well. So, Girl Code London. Yeah. So we're the girls building, are taking over. Yeah, we're build. We're trying to build a bridge like across everywhere because there's so much uh, demand everywhere. So we're just trying to like. I guess cater for them uh, but keep an eye out on my socials I got like a few projects coming up as well I would love to get some people involved 
uh, male or female. So girl code on Instagram to keep up with all things there. Check out Dean's book on Amazon and in all good bookstores. Thanks a million. That's our last panel for the night. So thank you so much for coming. Um, Eric is going to come up here and wrap up for me. So cheers. Thanks, Mel. Um, that's it for the panels. Thanks for being so attentive. Uh, it means a lot to us and to the panelists and everything like that. Thank you for being interested and actually giving a shit about what we do. It's 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 amazing. Um, buy a magazine, please. Um, and also, uh, everyone here, bail upstairs because New Sense are gonna fucking tear the roof off the place. And there's so many people in this room. I don't know if everyone's gonna fit upstairs, but. Um, District DJs, new sense upstairs until late. Uh, everyone stick around. And again, please buy a magazine because they're really expensive to make. Thank you again.